Hello, HVAC On Air listeners. Welcome back. Today we are here again with John and James, the technical experts. Hello, guys. Hello. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. Just as a reminder, last episode, we ended with the question. Do you guys remember the question? I do. All right. When working with a semi-hermetic compressor, can you replace a compressor with an FSD motor with a TSK motor? And so that's where I think we should begin this conversation, if that sounds good to you guys. Sounds great. I guess the short answer would be it depends. And that, what I mean by that is, yes, it could, as long as that TSK would be wired for across the line, single contact starting. And that just kind of starts the conversation off on, what am I talking about, about across the line and part winding start? And it's basically how the compressor motor is built. Is it a six or a nine lead motor? Correct. And the TSK has the ability to be wired in two different ways where an FSD motor does not. Right. Technicians who mainly work on residential or light commercial air conditioning or refrigeration are probably more familiar with a three-lead motor, which is either a T1, T2, T3 setup or uh, common start-run connections electrically. When you get into commercial and definitely industrial air conditioning or refrigeration, you work with larger equipment and you might run into something that, like a motor that has either six leads or even nine leads. And the idea behind that is the motor itself is more versatile where it can be set up to not only handle different voltages, but it can be set up to either start at one time or the motor can be started at part the motor at a time. They call it part winding start, which is we use two contactors instead of a one contactor setup. So it basically adds some versatility to the compressor, the motor, and then really the compressor. So. And with an FSD motor, they aren't designed for the part winding start. So like you said, it depends. Yes. It depends on how the TSK motor was set up. If yeah. it was a 460 volt across the line, single contacted, yes, theoretically you could use an FSD compressor with an FSD motor. Yeah, before we get too far into it, all this information is found in one of our application engineering bulletins. It's AE9-1076. Inside of that bulletin, you're gonna see, it's, this is kind of a visual topic, so it's something that you might benefit from actually looking at to see how the actual wiring looks inside of the terminal box. But And for you listeners, we're gonna post this online with this podcast. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you wanna specifically see that visual, you should be able to download it directly from AC and Heating Connect on the page we have it posted. Absolutely, and it, it is, I think you would benefit from seeing it, uh, seeing the wiring configuration. So an FSD, as James mentioned, it's a six lead motor and it basically by arranging what we call jumper bars or connectors in between the terminals on the compressor, you can set the compressor up to either on an FSD to be a part winding start or a cross the line start. But a TSK has a lot of more different options. It can go part winding start and across the line start and also it can do low voltage and high voltage. Uh, what I mean by that is that at low voltage, the motor can come on all at once across the line voltage. Uh, same at uh, 230 volts or low voltage, you can also do that part winding start where half the motor is going to come in and then half a second later or so, the other half of the motor comes in. So across the line only, that TSK for high voltage. I've actually put together a little chart that kind of helps explain what motor codes are available with this feature. And I said we'll share that as well along with the application bulletin. But one thing is if you are replacing a compressor 
with a compressor with a different motor. So I do have an FSD motor and I can't get that from a local wholesaler. He recommends a TSK. I still want to make sure I go back and check that the contactors I'm using are the right size for that new motor. You would do that as you would go into our contactor selection guide, which is a different bulletin. It's 8010-1244. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at that new model I'm going to use uh, specifically, not only the motor code, but the refrigerant I'm using it and the application I'm using it in, and look at that rated load amps and determine what's the size of the contactor I'm going to need. So This may be a silly question. Um, so you mentioned refrigerant in there. So mm -hmm. would each of those use a different type of refrigerant, and that's why you're checking it? That's a good question. Yeah. And I think... Most of this stems from the availability of FSD motors. So if somebody runs into an issue with a compressor in existence that has failed and it has an FSD motor, those are not always readily available. What it comes down to is they still need to get their customer the air conditioning or they need to have their chiller up and running. And it's very easy to get a compressor with the same capacity, but with a TSK motor. This is where this typically comes up. And yes, you can, it depends on a few variables, but you could replace an FSD with a TSK, but it depends on how the original system was wired and if it can be used or it could be adapted. Yeah. Now, as far as the refrigerant goes, a lot of these larger semi-chromatics with six and nine meat motors are approved for many different refrigerants. So it would come down to more than likely they could get the exact same model number with a different motor. Hmm. Yeah, and why I'm asking to go back and check that, RLA, or rated load amperage, is what a contractor or a system designer would use to size the contactors for that system. So based on what kind of amperage the compressor pulls, that's how we're gonna size our, contra our contactors would bring the compressor on. What we've noticed is, based on not just the motor code, but like the different refrigerant and the application, That'll actually change that RLA. The RLA for using 404A refrigerant might not necessarily be the same way to load amperage for an R22 compressor. The message is to always go back anytime you change a compressor, and even especially if you're changing a compressor with an actual different nomenclature, especially even the motor code, it's always good to go back and see you make sure you have the right starting equipment for that motor. You know, just doing this for other people that that can change based on not only motor code but application and refrigerant you can see some different rlas there and you don't want to be undersized so that's kind of the most important thing that once again the tsk can replace the fsd however in the application that it's wired for high voltage across the line will be the correct way to, to answer that question so and here's the answer yes there it is and it's a very dry conversation about six and nine week motors. <laughs> but uh, once again, this can all be found in application both in 89-1076, which we'll make available. It does have diagrams on how to arrange the jumper bars for the different configurations. And then once again, 8010-1244 uh, is going to give you the recommended contactor size for that compressor. All righty. How are you guys going to choose the winner to that question? What if somebody says it depends? Is that is that the winner? Um, we're probably just going to decide who wins anyway. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> For the most sarcastic answer. <laughs> right. So as you heard it here, folks, there's no rhyme or reason to the, win yeah. <laughs> the winners of these questions. <laughs> you write your answer on a $100 bill and mail it to HVAC. If somebody, if somebody <laughs> listens to this that's ran into this before where they have to condemn a compressor in July 
and it's designed for air conditioning and it has an FSD motor in mm -hmm. it, they don't have the availability of a TSK is going to be well, yeah, really right. And that, to, James alluded to this earlier. TSKs are, are is what you're typically going to get as a service replacement. It, being that it's more versatile, it's what your wholesaler is going to stock because mm. that motor can be used in these different applications. Typically, the FSDs you see more in OEM equipment, yes, original equipment. So you're not going to have those those kind of motor codes readily available through the wholesaler network. So. Yeah, because then FSD, they could just do a single contact or setup, mm -hmm. or TSKs, like you said, are more versatile. So, yeah. so it's it is something that happens. It is something that we get calls about, and that's why uh, it's there's this in depth notes yeah. and the stuff that John's put together on it. It's nothing like say your token specialist that your local wholesaler could answer. They could answer that easily for you, or uh, say do your research on your own with the bulletins, or give us a call on our tech support line, nine three seven four nine eight three nine two six, and ask for James. <laughs> All questions go to James, <laughs> uh, and I'll be happy to forward this to John. <laughs> so with that, let's move on to what's our question of the week this week, guys. Our question of the week this week is a very good one, and it's <laughs> it comes up. It's another one that comes up a lot. AC scroll does AC it need scroll. a hard start kit? So this would specifically be for AC scroll single phase, which would typically just need a run cap. Run cap? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a starting component for single phase mode. Obviously. Yeah, AC scroll single phase. Uh, does it need a hard start kit? Is our question of the week for next week. So I don't want to allude to too much. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it away. I'll get I'll get started on this topic and uh, give the answer away. He's, uh, he's so passionate. <laughs> it's just uh, it is something that comes up a lot, and we would like to know from the listeners if you think that a residential AC scroll needs a hard start kit. Alrighty. So this will be posted on AC-TV Connect. You can submit your answers there uh, and we'll take a look at them. And obviously James and John <laughs> pick, arbitrarily pick the winner. Um, as a winner, just as a reminder, we have lovely blue Copeland t-shirts. So we will send you a lovely blue Copeland t-shirt. And with that, we will bring this to a close. Thank you guys for your time. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. Look forward to the next time. Thanks. Stay safe, everybody. Stay safe, everyone. And as always, listeners, you can follow us at ac-heatingconnect.com. You can also follow us on social media at Copeland Scroll on both Facebook and Twitter. And, um, you know, if you like these guys, leave us a review because that really helps helps in the finding in the searches of this particular podcast. Plus these guys are trying to get famous. So, so <laughs> and review, reviews are great. <laughs> um, and with that, we'll see you later next time. Thanks everyone. Thank you.